My crossover episode with Javier Leva from Pretend was probably the first time a lot of people came to know about things like when I did burlesque for George R.R. Martin or that time I got struck by lightning, that old chestnut. But if you're the sort of person who likes to hear amazing real-life stories, I have just the podcast for you. What was that like with host Scott Johnson? This podcast does what it says on the tin, with episode titles like Dan Was Mauled by a Bear or Whitney Was Shot 12 Times. Not obfuscating what we're talking about here. Scott lets the guest tell their own story, and many of the episodes include real 911 recordings. Some episodes are deadly serious, like someone who lived through a mass shooting, while others are much more lighthearted, such as someone who won $100,000 on Wheel of Fortune, or the lady who sent a text message to the wrong number and got married to that person three years later. You can find What Was That Like on your favorite podcast player, or go to whatwasthatlike.com. Now here's a little something to whet your appetite. Take it away, Scott. Do you know someone who survived a plane crash? Have you ever met anyone who was attacked by a grizzly bear? Have you ever heard anyone tell the story of being shot in a mass shooting? Well, you're about to. I'm Scott Johnson, and I want to introduce you to the podcast that I host called What Was That Like? Every episode is a conversation with a regular person who's been through some type of extremely unusual situation. I find these people and they come on the show and tell the details of what happened firsthand. But rather than just tell you about it, I'll play you some clips from a few past episodes. In episode 56, I spoke with Leslie, who lives in Nashville. At that time, there was some major flooding in that area and her house was right in the middle of the rising waters. Her garage was actually on fire because of a broken gas line, so she had to get out quickly, but everything was underwater. Then a stranger showed up on an old jet ski. He ended up coming up to the house and you've got to get on, you've got to get on the jet ski. Well, here he is. It's a winterized jet ski, old jet ski so it's got water in it he weighs over 200 pounds then my friend billy who has been helping me these three days he weighs around the same amount i weigh around 160 pounds then we've got a 25 pound dog and a 10 pound dog so we all load up on this jet ski he tries to start it once. He tries to start it a second time. It's not starting. He starts it the third time and boom, the front end of the jet ski goes up in the air. We're so weighted down, we're not going anywhere. Here we go. We get from maybe away from the front porch and we get onto the street, which is not very far, I'd say maybe 10, 15 feet, and kaboom, the whole house blows. My hair catches on fire, I've got the dog, he's trying to hold on, none of us can breathe because the oxygen is feeding the fire, and you know, things are blowing past the house. Episode 69 was with Kira. She was walking to work 
and it was completely dark because it was around 3 a.m. She was attacked by a man who was armed with a knife. This episode includes the desperate phone call she made just as she was running away from her attacker. Hello? Good morning. This is Noonlight calling. We received an please alarm help from me, Please life. help me. Please help me. What's wrong? Somebody pulled a knife on me and asked to see my kids. And then okay. he asked to touch them. And I'm running and I don't know where it is. Okay. Can you get to some place where there's someone at? I'm going to no, go ahead. there is nobody out here. I'm in downtown Portland. There's nobody out here. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and send the police. I have your location. Are you still tracking me? Yes. Please stay with me. <laughs> okay, hold on one moment. I have someone dispatch. Give me just a moment. I can't hold anymore. I need I you to dispatch on this moonlight. Someone pulled, a, someone pulled a knife on her. She's running right now. She's on the phone with me. I, I see your legs. Try to get I to the Chevron. Life. Can you see the Chevron? Get to the Chevron. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I just an ambulance passing, but there's nobody. There's nobody. There's nobody. I don't know where this guy is. Okay. Take some, take some deep breaths. Are, did you stop running or are you still running? I can't run anymore. I can't. Okay, so you buy the Chevron? I, I buy the Chevron, but I'm scared of just standing here. Okay. Sorry. Have, it's okay. My co my coworker's on the phone with the police right now. She's by the Chevron. Someone pulled a knife on her and they're chasing her. He touched me. He touched me. I can't believe I have a stun gun in my hand and I couldn't do anything. I was paralyzed. And even though every episode is a really unusual true story, they're not all dark or tragic. A recent episode was with Danny, who lives in New York City. One day he was on the subway and he was running late. He was in a rush to get to the stairs and get up to the street. But then he noticed something. So I was going through the station, going through the gate. I noticed on the ground to my left against the wall was a bundle and you know my mind i'm thinking oh it, it and all i saw was two little legs sticking out it looked like a doll so i'm thinking some little girl left her doll on the ground and i was like oh you know wonder if she's around but i continue to walk and i'm starting to go up the stairs to exit to the outside and i glance back one more time and when i did his legs moved so i knew it wasn't a doll and i rushed down the stairs uh i loosened this dark sweatshirt that he was wrapped up in made sure he was breathing okay uh, i could tell I me mean, he had no clothes on but i could tell that it was an infant it was he was newborn i didn't know exactly how old he was at the time but he still had the reason why he was in, I knew he was a newborn because he still had the umbilical cord was still partially intact. So it had been cut, but it had been, I could tell that it was a relatively new baby. For a lot of the stories, you'll hear the actual 911 call that was made at the time of the incident. That's real life, and it feels like you're hearing the story happen right in front of you. 
like the episode where Cammy told about the time she escaped from a mass shooting. Um, there's been a shooting at the Route 91 um, festival. Where exactly are you located? Um, I'm located right out front of the main stage, and my friend has been shot, I think. We can't really move her. There's, there's Where exactly are you located? Where exactly are you located? It's at the... Uh, oh, my God, they're still shooting. Do you see the shooter? No, I think he's on, that, um, on the street side. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh where, my God. where exactly are you? So if you're like me and you love hearing bizarre, intense, true stories that are told firsthand by the person who went through it, I think you're going to love this podcast. Again, it's called What Was That Like? And there are currently almost a hundred episodes to binge. And each one is a story that you'll never forget. You can find What Was That Like? on any podcast app, including Spotify, or at the website whatwasthatlike.com.